Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. This is James Loving, your host, Loving Sports Talk. And I got my guest here. Um, you know I got my guest here, this one um, gentleman, um, started the NFL season. Um, it's just crazy what's going on in the NFL, so I know I had to call um, my guest Jerry Robinson up for me NFL play that year. I'm here, brother, and you're absolutely right. There's so much going on, and it's football time, man. So, you know, you're going to be busy because you're going to have a lot of stories, a lot of topics to talk about. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you gave a brother a call today because uh, whatever, I'm ready for whatever, I think. Well, Jerry, you're going to be busy, too, because I'm going to have you on the show a lot, so get ready. Well, <laughs> you know, I know, hey, we both got each other on speed dial, so I understand that. Go ahead, man. <laughs> well, let's get started, Jerry. Well, I want to thank you again. You know, every time uh, I call you right there, like, hey, brother, man, I'm on the show. Just let me know. I'll be there, you know. So appreciate that. And I've been thinking of you about a month. I say, you know, start of the season, get Jerry on. We'll get some picks going, get some talking. Um, by the end of the season, Super Bowl, you know, we're going to see who's right and who's wrong, right, Jerry? There you go. It's just like life, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jerry, let's get started, man. What is going on? It, you know, just give me your opinion of this. People ain't getting what's really going on with Tom Brady. Why are they upset with him and what's the penalty? Can you explain it to them? Well, it's just, just from my opinion, and, and that's all I have. That's all we do have. You know, this situation is, <sighs> let me take a deep breath first, okay? This has been going on for way too long. I understand Tom's side of this where he feels, I mean, this appears to be that he feels that uh, he hasn't done anything wrong. Tom's willing to go to the mat with it. He's willing to take it as far as he can take it. That's what he has said. And now we have found out that's what is going to happen. Um, I just think that people, it gets, we missed the the boat. Here's the, here's, the, here's the thing. It's not about the deflation of balls. That's really not what this, the suspension and all this stuff is about. It's about not cooperating. That's the whole thing. I truly believe when this all went down, all Tom had to say was, well, you know what, you know what, yeah, I did. I do like him a certain way, and I did ask him, could you do this? If you get time, can you, can you take him down to whatever pressure I need, whatever. Boom, boom, boom. Commissioner would say, you know what, you admitted what you did, cool, $25,000, $50,000, fine. It could have been over. Okay? That's, that that's, that would have solved the whole thing. But that's not what has happened. You know, there's other things coming out. Um, you know, this whole thing about him destroying a, his cell phone, that does not look good for Tom Brady. All the commissioner, and then, you know, you find out that they didn't really ask him for his phone. They just asked him for the pertinent text messages and emails regarding this particular situation we're talking about. And my man and his lawyer both said no. Okay, well, right then and there, you're being defensive. You're not cooperating. Okay, the whole thing of it is, everybody knows, if you have to go visit the commissioner, if you have a flight plan scheduled to wind up in New York City to go see the commissioner, you need to be open and honest about it. And, that, and that's what this whole thing is about. You know, I understand his reputation. Hey, 
But, you know, when we start thinking about the reputation of the New England Patriots, hey, man, they got a heck of a rap sheet, if you want to put it that way. There's, there's things, you know, and he might be a victim of, uh, no, he ain't a victim of that. He's a victim of not telling, you know, not being up front. I'm not calling him a liar. I'm just saying that he didn't give up everything. But, but yeah, don't he realize, I mean, you take this to federal court, they can subpoena his records, right, and get those text messages, right? But then you got these ball boys, you're explaining that. Somebody had the time to do that. Am I wrong or right? They just you're do that absolutely on their right. Yeah, no, so, it's not worth it to them. Oh, come on, man. So, you know how this is. Okay, for those people out there listening, when the word ball boy may not seem like a lot to, to those people that, that aren't familiar what goes on with this. Being a ball boy for a professional sports franchise, let's just talk about football here, is a big thing. When you become a ball boy, you got to start, just like anything else, you got to start from the bottom and work your way up. you got to go through training camps, and you're the gopher, and then next thing you know, you stay. the longer you stay there, the more you get elevated into a higher position. I mean, this is a position these, these people – that's their job. They love what they're doing, and they would not take it upon themselves to say, you know what, let's just drop. Let's just, let's, let's just deflate. Let's get some of this air out of this ball because we know Tom likes it that way. We're just going to surprise him with it. No way, no way, no how. And it's unfortunate because during this whole mess that's going on, people forget about these two dudes no longer have a job right. with the team and the sports franchise that they love so dearly. So they've been done wrong, too, because of this whole situation. I, I, I guarantee you that somebody's taking care of those ball boys. You don't think so? Somebody's yeah, I do. <laughs> I do. Hey, James, when it came out of my mouth, I said, uh-oh, you know what? Somebody's taking care of them, man, because you know why? <laughs> we haven't heard a word from them. We nope. ain't heard a word from them. If, if they were being done wrong, if they had been fired and no one is taking care of them financially some kind of way, we would have heard about it. We haven't heard one word about it, so I think you're absolutely right. Somehow, some way, these guys have been taken care of. But it's unfortunate. It, the whole thing is just crazy, ridiculous. It's going on. Now it's going to drag on for more here and there. And if you're wrong, you're wrong. Okay, Tom. Okay. You knew something about these balls being deflated because they got deflated. They, and the people that deflate them didn't just all of a sudden decide to do it upon themselves. Cool. Okay. But, dude, to, to, I don't know who told him or what made him think that he did not have to cooperate with the commissioner of the National Football League. I don't know where that came from. And it just seems to get worse and worse and worse. It's going to get uglier. And, you know, at some point it's all going to come out. I understand Tom, you know, concerned about his legacy and all that kind of stuff. But, man, your, your legacy is getting, getting taking a hit right now. You know, am I right, Jerry? Yeah, you know you're right, brother. <laughs> we had lost you there for a minute. <laughs> I know it, man. I'm, I'm trying to sit still. I moved into another room in the house because, you know, but, but, but you can hear me now, though, can't yeah, you? Yeah, oh, yeah, you're good. But, I mean, Jerry, who goes and buy a new phone every four months and you destroy it, you know? Well, you know, that's interesting, too, because... I'm a phone I'm a phone nut man really and I don't go every four months and do it I do not go every four months and get a phone but with, but 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 when you got a hundred seven million dollars sitting you know on some paper here man you can go do what you want to do so you are probably a little different but the thing that doesn't look right the suspicious part is this phone was destroyed either the day of or the day before 
the meeting with Mr. Wells. That is the part that just doesn't look right, too. You know, and the thing about it is, what do Tom think? You know, he's just above everybody, you know, because he's Tom Brady there? I mean, I don't, not- you know what, James? The thing about this, I'm not a Brady hater. I mean, I, I, res- I respect talent, and I really do, and I understand, and so do you. You know, you're trying to get a competitive edge any kind of way you can in the game. That's just that's just the way it is. You want to win. I mean, and it, but if you're starting to teeter totter on the rules, uh, breaking the rules here and there, that's another story. And that's what the New England Patriots have been found guilty of before. You know, um, but that's what comes into my mind. Okay, Tom, do you really think you're don't you think you're better than everybody else? Where you are the only one that doesn't have to cooperate. In an investigation, that's the part that bothers me. So, more is going to come out, and uh, I'll be glad when this mess is over because it's an exciting time of the year. Because guys are in training camp, some guys want to be there, some guys don't want to be there. But whatever it is, it's football season, and here we are talking about this mess that happened several months ago. Before we move on, I got one more question for you about this. Yeah. I mean, everybody keeps talking about Tom legacy, you know. Does this hurt him? I mean, uh, look at Pete Rose, you know, the gamma thing. He can't get in the Hall of Fame. His legacy hurt him. I mean, everybody has somewhere, you know, something happened there. Like, look at Barry Bonds. They talk about, but he never he never tested positive, but they talk about him, not his legacy, you know. But should this hurt Tom? But, you know, remember Tom's an All-American boy, you know. It's not going to hurt Tom uh, because... You know, we're not talking about we're not talking about someone who's been in trouble time and time again for PED or drug use or domestic violence or being involved in a murder investigation. It's not about that. His record, I mean, you know, you're a four right now. He's a four-time Super Bowl champ, what three-time Super Bowl MVP. You know, his 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 work stands for it. Um, just by this whole thing going on, the rate it is going on. By him, as far as I'm concerned, not just admitting, you know, okay, hey, so I did this, that, that, okay. It would have been over there. Well, <laughs> during this process, it, 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 he's allowed for people to hear things that they want to hear, they want to believe what they want to hear, and people get to start choosing sides and this and that. And it's unfortunate for the league, and I think it could have been handled right off the bat, but he decided to stick to his guns, and by sticking to his guns, we, as a public, are starting to find out more information about went down. And when it came out, my man had his phone destroyed just prior to meeting the uh, Mr. Wells for the investigation. Come on, man, that just doesn't look good. So, you know, you're going to have those that hate, that hate, that don't like him and dislike him because he is who he is or whatever it is, but then you're going to have a bunch of other people to do. As far as sports writers are concerned, I really don't think it's going to have any effect Tom is going in the hall because he deserves to be in the hall. It's a little different than baseball. Uh, but, you know, as far as I'm concerned, he's still, he's still a bad man. <laughs> you know, I'm with you. Like I said, I don't knock talent. Talent is talent. Uh, what people do, I say, you know, I argue with people every day. What um, an athlete doing that off time and in the house shouldn't be, you know, you shouldn't get um, judged for that. Everybody's like, no, you still representing that club? And I'm like, when is my time to go out and hang out and get drunk and do what I want? You know, but in a public eye, but anyway, I lose that battle. But my thing is, like you saying, is, you know, New England's been doing so much, you know, stuff and been getting away light, you know. 
New Orleans Saints did the bounty, and they spent that coach for a whole year. Playing mm. for eight games, you know. We didn't go and do spiting, cheat. They do all this stuff, and they're getting away with it. Now you start to look at this team like, God, you know what I'm saying? Now you start to get that hate for the team, for the talent. Like, are they really winning on winning, or are they getting the edge over people, you know, still in playbooks? You know what I'm saying, Jerry? I know what you say. They are, they are getting an edge illegally, and they were getting away with it. They got caught. They got punished. And like the reports keep saying, the commissioner said after that Spygate thing, okay, look at here. This is it. But I tell you what, next time there's going to be some serious ramifications. And it already started. They done lost what? A first-round pick, second-round pick, a million-dollar fine, whatever it is. Well, anybody that works in that organization, you know, as a, as a, any, especially ball players. You know, you're under that umbrella, man, and that's what the organization, it is what it is. We're not making this up. You and I and the public, we're not making up these stories. Well, Jeff, well, we're going to take a break. We'll come back. We're going to start around the league, you know. Training camp started, so we're going to get your, um, your perspective on what's going to go on in the beginning and how teams looking and what quarterback's going to be up front and then back. So this is Jay Lim, my guest from NFL player, Jerry Robinson. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam had the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Thank you. 
You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. And back to my show, I got... Former NFL player Jerry Robinson. You there, Jerry? I'm still here, brother. Yeah, I'm almost tired of the time, you know. But let's get on around the league. Training camp has started, Jerry. I'm going to throw it at you. Tell me what you think with the team. Who's going to come out? I might throw a quarterback at you. But let's start with the Cleveland Browns. Uh, Cleveland guy, you know, Johnny Manziel, they got um, Josh McCown. Came from the Bears. You know, he went to Tampa. Josh had a good year after, you know, um, Jake Cutler was hurt, and on the end of the Bears letting him go, and he went to Tampa to have that greater year. But, you know, you got those two over there competing for the starting spot. You know, everybody talk about Manziel and change, and, you know. How do you see, uh, one, who would be the starting quarterback? And if you do see Manziel, how do you think he'll play out in the league? Okay, now, let me start with Manziel. You know, the best thing that happened to Johnny Manziel is him going into rehab, you know. I'm glad he finally got it before it was too late, you know. And his offseason was spent in being in, in, in rehab, which is what he needed. Okay. Now, as far as different, uh, he's he's probably a different person because he went through the rehab and he understands uh, the things that have happened in his life and and the steps that he needs to take moving forward. Okay. I ain't got nothing to do with football. My man has a lot of things to work on as a football player because he didn't have a chance to learn anything last year. He really he didn't learn not that he didn't have a chance. He didn't learn anything. He didn't get any better because he was still the old Manziel. Okay, so Johnny's starting from scratch. United A and M, dude, you're in the National Football League. Okay, Josh is there. Thank God they have him. He's had what twelve, thirteen, or something twelve years of experience, and that's what Cleveland's going to run on. You know, I. I, the best thing that could happen to Cleveland is if at some point Manziel became the starter. To me, that means that he worked his butt off to prove that he's qualified to handle the position. I don't see it happening. Uh, I really don't. Uh, hope Johnny learns a whole lot. And, you know, you know how the game is. The game is it's about... You know, that old saying, first in, last out. Well, when you're a quarterback, man, you, you, you're, you're the face of a franchise whether you want it or not. That, that is who you are. So you're the one that has to be on the same page with your head coach and your offensive coordinator. And that's something that Johnny didn't know about before. He wasn't concerned about it. He was more concerned about throwing up the money sign. Okay, well, you got the money, but, you, you know, there's other things you didn't get, like what it takes to be a professional, a true professional. And I, I'm hoping that he has learned that through the process of the rehabilitation. And, you know, I hope things work out for him. But, Josh, he, he's there, and uh, I don't, you know, he's going to be a starting quarterback until – Either something happens to him or Johnny Manziel has one hell of a turnaround uh, as far as being able to pick up the defenses and the offensive scheme uh, of, the, uh, of, of Cleveland and what's going on in the defensive side of it in the National Football League. Let me ask you this. Uh, one, uh, what, what do you see Cleveland as a record? And two is, you know, Josh Gordon, a receiver, 
Um, Jerry, what is it about these players that are making all this money? I mean, football is a dream where you could play and make that much money, have fun, and you get in all this trouble and you get kicked off teams and they don't want to. What is it that these players ain't getting, Jerry, you know? Well, I think, see, it's a different era. I mean, the game has changed a whole lot. Um, these young kids are being fed about, they're being told how great they are and great they may be, but there's one thing, you're no greater than anybody else when it comes to being a man or being a person, okay? Just because you have more athletic ability or more money doesn't make you a better person. And some of these kids come from situations and backgrounds that, you know, I don't care how much money you have, I don't care what job you have, you're still going to be who you are. And unfortunately for Josh, man, for Gordon is like, he needs help. The bottom line is the brother has a ton of talent, but if you're not on the field, your talent is wasted. What good are you to this football team? So, like Manziel did, Johnny Wynn got help, man. You need to get help. He needs to get right with himself before he can be right with anybody else. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, it'd be, it'd be another, one, another one of those stories of someone with a lot of just wasted their talent and their gifts because, they, they had issues off the field and issues in life, and they didn't address them. And in, in, in any sports, you know, a lot of times the greatest athlete is the one that gets a lot of breaks. And that's, that may be good for your team sometimes, but it's not good for the ball player. And it's not good for your organization. At some point, it's all going to come back to bite you in the butt. And, you know, you, I don't care how much talent you have. If you ain't on the field, if you've been suspended because you failed another drug test or whatever it may be, or you're suspended for that, you're not helping your team, man. You're not helping them out at all. And if you guys don't get it, they just don't get it. You know, it's not like that. It's not like these kids don't have examples, the things that have happened to people before them to fall back on. Well, you see their record of this year. I don't know, man. You know, I don't care about no records. I don't know, man. I don't do records, man. Because you know what? The reason I don't do records, man, is because anything can happen. Anything yeah. can happen. I mean, you know, there's so much going on on their team right now, man. Mm-hmm. They just need to get together as a group of guys. I don't know what their record is going to be. I really, I, I, I don't know. I'm, that's why. That's just your department, man. I'm going to let you handle that. You tell me, and I, then I'll disagree or, or agree with you. How about that? Uh, seven and nine. <laughs> nah, I think they're going to be 6 and 10. Oh, okay. So you do no records. <laughs> no, uh-uh. I just know, I just know that they ain't going to win seven games. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Jerry, before we get to our next team, I was just thinking about something. I want to tell you if you notice this, too. You notice how coaches, you know, in the NBA or, the, well, let's start with the NFL. If a coach gets fired, they always find a job that year. And the same coaches circling the NFL. Now, you know, in basketball, now they starting to do well. You're starting to see, like, they starting to get, you know, get different coaches, like, you know, Jason Kidd or Mark Jackson. They started to bring in more besides the same people getting fired. Why the NFL not doing that? I mean, you got the same, like, when Rex Ryan get fired, he find another team. It's the same coaches in the league. You notice that? Yeah. Uh, you wow. know what? I, I have noticed that it's been that way. And... You know, I've always said the greatest fraternity in the world is coaching because you're never out of a job. Never. You are never out of a job. You work your butt off. Then you become a position coach. Then you become a coordinator. Then you get hired as a head coach. 
And then once you get fired, you will immediately find a job as a defensive offensive coordinator. And there's a lot of head coaches that are able to move around as, you know, being fired here as head coaches. I don't know what that, I don't know, I don't know what it is. Um, but that does, I think about that a lot. (laughs) I think it's unfair, but you know what? I take my hat off to Rex, you know what I mean? Hey, if you can keep getting head coaching jobs, you know, you're doing something right, and you've convinced the owners in the National Football League that you still have something to offer, and that's a plus on his side. Yeah, I mean, it just seems like bringing new talent to change the game or something, you know? I, I agree with you. I, I would do that. I mean, you know, check this out. You know, it's interesting you brought that up. How about the Arizona? How about the Cardinals, man? I mean, they hired this woman to be an inter, uh, intern uh, on the on the on the Cardinals football team. I think it's awesome. I'm glad that they did that. You know what? You got to think outside the box, and there's not many organizations that will think outside the box. <laughs> and I got to give it to the Cardinals, man. I mean, the first time a woman's ever been in a position as a as a, as a coach of the National Football League, I think it's truly awesome. And I'm glad you brought up the situation with the coaches because it just reminded me of the fact that, you know, back in the day, Al Davis, man, Al would, Al would do things his way. He always wanted to be different. And that's what made him great and the, and the, and the Raiders great back in the day. I mean, hey, man, here he, he had the first Hispanic coach. Come on, man. Tom Flores was the first Hispanic head coach in that football league. Art Shell was the first. Uh, as they call minority coach. Well, you know, I don't know if you consider Hispanics minorities, but I guess you didn't. But anyway, he would always did something different because he went on pure talent. And it wasn't about what everybody else thought about. It was what he believed in. And it was like, you know, it didn't matter the color of your skin. If you knew the game, you knew the game. And he wanted you into his, uh, in his organization. The situation with Rex, the owners in the, in the National Football League, they still the Rex knows the game. Does he still have something to do, you know, something good to do in this game? Maybe as he might have been one player away from being successful here or two players away from this and that. Something that Rex is doing that they like and more power to Rex. Go get your money. <laughs> well, let me throw this back at you, Jerry. Okay. Now, you think the Cardinals did that just because San Antonio Spurs hired a woman? Come on now, that's kind of funny now, isn't it? That is interesting that they did. Maybe the Cardinals, uh, you know, uh, maybe they've been now. thinking about it. You know, maybe they've been thinking about it. And with San Antonio doing it, they just said, you know what, now's the time. And I think it's going to be really interesting, man, because I'm looking at this, this lady. What's her name, Jen? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I was looking yeah. on TV. I said, this is a beautiful woman. This is a pretty woman, man. I mean, you got a beautiful, you got a pretty woman. She knows the game. You know, she's had 15 years of experience. Well, okay, God bless you. Okay, but it's gonna be different. You, you, you're dealing with some grown men here. Uh, there might be some eagles, eagles in the way, man. Uh, testosterone might be getting in the way. I hope this doesn't backfire. I just appreciate the opportunity that the Cardinals are giving her. If it works out, I hope it does. But I think there's going to be some things that are going to pop up that just, you know, she, she's not used to. She, she ain't used to being around that many professional football players. It's different playing in indoor football and you playing on a woman's league. It is different. There's a big difference. This is the big league. I hope it works out for her. I'm just, I'm, I'm very proud of the Cardinals for giving this woman an opportunity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most definitely. You're right. You know, and like you say, these some, 
These some man egos, you know, and they get pretty nasty when they ain't happy, you know. It get real nasty, James. That's what I'm talking about. You know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. I mean, she's going to hear some stuff. She, she, might, I don't know. She's going to hear some things and see some things. There's some things she's just going to have to put up with. And, you know, she's willing to do that. And God bless her. Well, Joe, yeah, we'll take another break. And then we'll come out break. We'll throw some more teams out there starting turning camp. See what you think. Well, this is Jay Loving, my guest, Jay Robinson. Be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams. Kwame's got the experience, so he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host of Loving That Sports Talk. Got my main man on the line, Jay Robinson. You there, Jay? I'm here, man. I'm here. I, I got a question for you, man. I just just throwing this out here. Well, I, I started thinking about Josh Gordon, and I'm like, isn't his situation involving smoking weed? Yeah, you know what his situation. First of all, with smoking weed, they suspended him, and then he had came back and he did something else. It was smoking weed again, driving something like that, and he got caught again, and then that's what they suspended him for. The whole year, remember, because he came back and got that two same offense, right? And then they they took him out for a whole year. So I just like like you say, Jerry, couldn't you stop smoking weed for one year and just to make all that money? You know what I'm saying? So you know, James, I just there's there's, there's he needs to be surrounded by people that really care about him, man. They, they he needs to be around somebody that's got to say, listen, listen, my man, this is what you got to do, man. This is the money to get a, a, a board 
put up a board, put up the amount of money that he 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 could make and going to make, and how much money he could lose, and say, look, just stop smoking weed for a couple of years. This is what you can. This is what you can make. If you don't smoke, stop. This is what you're going to lose. I don't know. It just you know, it, it, it's disappointing. It's sad, but you know, uh, I'm pulling for him. He needs some help. Yeah, we got uh, all the talent in the world. I mean, man. But like I say, those are people who messed it up. The ones have all the talent and everybody else. You know what I'm saying? They'll, you know, yeah. work hard to want to be there. That's not there, right, Jeff? Yeah, absolutely right. That's what Buddy Ryan always told me. He's like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that one guy that works his butt off. You know, instead of one guy that you know think he's too good that he you know keep getting in trouble. You know. He said, I'd rather take that one guy that's, you know, that ain't making 10 million that's out there busting his butt that want to be on the team than the guy that's making 10 and feel that he can keep getting in trouble and making the team bad. Well, that's because that's because of the availability of the one that's not getting into trouble that'll work hard. You know how that goes. I mean, if you're not available, I mean, what good are you? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, give me the guy. I, I'm like I'm like that. You give me the one that works hard that I can depend on, that I know is going to show up on time and be in practice, that I don't have to worry about getting a phone call during the off season and have to spend all my valuable time explaining on some knucklehead move that some knucklehead made. <laughs> well, Jay, let's get into our conference. Uh, everybody talk about Dallas. Dallas going Super Bowl. Dallas this and that, you know. I don't see Dallas with nothing better. I see they got rid of the running back. That hurts them, I think. What do you see that makes like Dallas going to be the team going to win that division and go to the Super Bowl? <laughs> a lot of hype. There's a lot of talk. There's a lot of Dallas to Dallas. Dallas, for some reason, has always seemed lately in the last few years to be relevant in the media. But when it comes time, you know, to get to that next level. Last year was better for them. It really was. It's going to always be a, as far as I'm concerned, a cowboy hype machine going on because they are the Dallas Cowboys, man. That's really what it is. You know, I look at Tony Romo, man. I ain't got nothing against Tony. You know, Tony's one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the National Football League, and he ain't ain't even been in the NFC Championship game. Okay. Um, <laughs> for some reason, I don't I don't understand that. But Cowboys will always be in the news, man. They're gonna they're gonna be in the hunt, man. But to, but to lose Demarco, man, that 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 was something right there. I don't know. Uh, you know, they always say next man up. You know how that goes. But you know, when you, if you re, the man that you replacing actually requires a couple men to replace, for I'm concerned. You know, so the Cowboys, man, they're gonna always be the talk. Uh, you know, hey, you know, I'm like this. I got, as far as the NFC uh, East is concerned, I still think about the Philadelphia Eagles. They pop up into my head. I don't mean to change subjects on you or teams on you, but uh-huh. they do for for the reason for the reason that nobody knows what the hell Chip Kelly is doing. <laughs> nobody knows what he's up to because everything that he has done seems like it makes no sense to anybody else. But it makes sense to, to chip, you know. You, you you get you get rid of your, your quarterback. You bring in a quarterback that's injury prone. Um, you sign a linebacker that just came off of ACL, and, uh, and you know through Chip's sports medicine and theories and all this kind of stuff, he believes that so many after so many years you can be rehabilitated back to eighty percent. He'd rather take eighty percent of someone who was great than 
whatever chips got going on. So the Eagles are the ones that fascinate, one of the fascinate. Matter of fact, that whole NFC East is a fascinating division. Well, you know what? It was the the toughest division back in, you know, a few years ago. Remember, because Giants and stuff, Eagles, Dallas, remember that? Washington, you know? Yeah. Well, you know what they've had? (laughs) Well, they've, you know, the Giants came out there with a couple Super Bowl victories, man. And, you know, the Eagles, you know, back in the day, I mean, they had their Super Bowl run, Super Bowl year. Uh, They've always had great teams. They've always been competitive. Washington Redskins became really popular because of RG3 and and that escapade, you know, you know, he was more about taking care of his brand and taking care of what he has to do on the field and in the locker room as the leader of that team, you know, and there was troubles here. It was his involvement with the ownership. There's just a lot of things. Going. The NFC East is just an interesting conversation all in itself. You know, then you got Jerry world where, <laughs> you know, oh my God! You know, you could do a whole mini series just on the NFC East, James. Yeah. Well, let's let's uh, since you brought it up, you said the Eagles. You know, what's up with Tim Tebow? Do you see him making it? You see him becoming what just yeah, a third? Well, my, the Eagles, man, it, to me is. I'm gonna say this, man, because I had an opportunity to watch to go up and watch some uh, Chips teams up in Oregon play, man. And just the way he did things was just totally different. And then I was extremely excited when he got uh, when he became the Eagles head coach. And I'm, I'm not I'm not ready yet to give up on Chip, even though there's some crazy things that are going on. I think the, the Eagles are going to be the surprising team in that whole uh, NFC East. Uh, I really do. Um, I'm pulling for him, you know. That's that's all. <laughs> this is the best I can say. I'm still I still got hope, you know. And by the way, I'm back up for one second here. Is that you know, the other day I spoke to Harold Carmichael. You know, he retired from the Eagles after 37 years of service with the mm-hmm. Eagles, man. And I really miss Harold, man. They're gonna miss Harold Carmichael because of the person and and that he is and that he, that he was and that he still is. And uh, so. I'm going to still love the Eagles. I'm pulling for the Eagles. Um, they're just, they're, they're, they're a question mark. They're, there's just something about them that nobody, nobody knows what the hell they're going, to, what Chip is doing. But I truly believe Chip knows what he's doing. We're gonna find, I'm going to find out, we're all going to find out this year if the man really knows what he's doing. You know what? He, he, he's, out, he's out there. Everybody's watching him, the moves that he's made. Okay, you're going to do it your way. Your way is different than all these other people, which is fine. You know, Chip, he beats to the sound of a different drum, man. And we're going to find out this year if he, if he knows what he's doing. Yeah, funny story with um, Harold. I was um, at Did I lose you, James? Hi. Yeah, I was at camp, and um, this guy called me. There. He's 17. I go, yeah, he said, come here. Like, Who's this guy calling me, you know? He said, you know I am? I said, nope. He said, uh, I used to be my number. You better make sure you wear that number right and play good. And I just started, we just started laughing. <laughs> and I was old Harold Carmichael. <laughs> you there, Jerry? Uh, I lost Jerry. I keep losing him. But that was my story with um, Harold Carmichael, you know. That number I wore was his number, so he was a Hall of Famer. The best of the best at the Eagles, so that's good. But, you know, I don't know how we lost Jerry again. But this is what we do. We'll take another break. 
And we'll come back for our break. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more. So this is James Lovin, and we'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. This is James Loving, your host, Loving That Sports Talk, and my guest, Jay Robinson. You that, Jay? I'm here now. <laughs> yeah, I just got to. I got to admit, you know, I'm. I'm not saying I'm not still a diehard Eagles fan, but I don't know what the hell Chip doing, man. I just think, you know, like you say, either you're gonna be the hero and they come out and win and do, or they're gonna lose and you're gonna get fired. It's one of the two. You can't no in between, no gray area. Am I right, Chip? No, I, I agree with you 100, percent man. I just, I, I, I me, if, I, if I'm picking, which I'm going to do right now, I, I, hey man, the Eagles could win the division, man. They either win the division or they wind up in dead last, and that's that's what it is. It's like play, it's like a poker game, man. He's all in. Well, we're gonna find out if this hand pans out for him. So you know, he's doing it his way. They gave him the power to do that, you know, um, and he's doing it what he the way he wants to do it, and. um you know, I, 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 my faith is in the Eagles in that division. We'll <laughs> see, Jack. You know, I'm still an Eagles fan, like I told you. Um, you know, down hard, you know, I'm just like, 
man, you let LaShawn LaCroix go. You're like, I mean, it's like, man, he was, a, you're back. I mean, but, you know, maybe Chip sees something we don't see, right, there. Well, that's, what we're, that's, that's the whole thing. That's what everybody's waiting on because there's been so many changes there, and those players that have left the Eagles have all made some, some serious uh, comments and accusations about some situations going on between the brothers and Chip and mm-hmm. some other things that are going on there. So Chip has gotten rid of the people that he wanted to get rid of, and he's brought in who he's wanted to bring in. Okay, Chip, here you go. It's either put up or shut up. And I'm really, like I said earlier, man, I'm intrigued to find out what's going to happen in that division uh, this coming season. Well, Jerry, before we get on, we got enough time to talk about one more team, but I want to throw something else in there. You know, I don't know if you know about, but I know you got to. You're more of a sports freak than me. But what is going on with Shaq and Pippen? Shaq is that way, man. You know, Shaq is funny, man. He's a big kid. He's always been a real big kid, man, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, you know, he, there's some childish stuff in him that's always there. I have no idea. Maybe Shaq was sitting around thinking about, you know what? If I blast this on whether Twitter or Instagram, whatever it was, if I start this war, you know, uh, I'm. They're going to be talking about it. And maybe he just needs somebody. Maybe he needs to be in the news. I have no idea. To me, it wasn't even important. I thought it was ridiculous. You know, it just makes people think. And I got to hand it to Shaq because, you know, his name is, his name is Scotty's name is all in the news. And if that's what he was trying to get, then that's what he got. So maybe it was a PR move or, or trying to still be relevant. As far as I'm concerned, Shaq still is relevant. I mean, he's got a job. And so is Scotty. But, you know, Nobody even thought about what he was talking about. I mean, you know, and he brought it up himself, so whatever. I wouldn't have done it. It, it keeps like, even when people talk about, if you put Jordan against LeBron, you can't even compare those, uh-uh. you know what I'm saying? No, so. you can't. You know what, James? You know how this is, man. Just to be considered, you know, as one of the greats, that, as far as I was concerned, that would be enough. You know, you can't compare... You can't compare people. You can't compare people of different eras and, and generations because it was all different back then. Michael Jordan was a great basketball player. He might be the greatest of all time. But if you take Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's career numbers and stack them right next to Michael Jordan, which someone sent to me on Facebook, you people would stop saying that the greatest player of all time was Michael Jordan. Okay? Yeah. So... You know, I, I don't compare people, man. I just I know better than that. I don't want to be compared to anybody. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> it's, yeah. Who they compare you to when you came out? I don't know, man. You know what? I always felt like this, James. You know, when I played the game of football, man, I was an undersized wide receiver converted to inside linebacker, man. I was always at a disadvantage, and I always I had to go up against people that were sometimes 100 pounds heavier than me. And, you know, people uh, sometimes would make some comparisons to this and comparisons to that and say, you know, whatever they wanted to say. And I put it to them like this. I tell you what, man, look, how can a, a converted wide receiver tight end move into becoming a starting inside linebacker against people in college who were drafted, who came to college to play linebacker? I didn't go to school to play that. Okay. Well, if you're, if you're that big and bad and strong, then – how come you weren't able to move me out of my position? 
Once I got the job, I kept the job. So I must have been able to do something right, and I must have been a halfway decent ball player in college. And then when I get to the pros, the same thing happened. You got dudes that were 265 pounds, killer linebackers, but they couldn't dethrone or replace me, you know. So don't, you know, don't start breaking a brother down or don't start saying this and that this person was better. Hey, I enjoyed what I did. I played 13 years in the National Football League as an undersized inside linebacker. I was a lucky dude. Okay, I'd rather be lucky than good. You know, James, I was fortunate. I mean, here I am my rookie year of playing inside linebacker at 80 pounds lighter than everybody else. I just happened to be the NFC defensive rookie of the year playing half a season. So I don't. You know, I just love playing the game, man. I love watching some great linebackers play the game. I enjoy football. I'm glad football season is here, man, because life is better when football season starts. I like baseball and basketball. Basketball is exciting to me more than baseball, too many games of baseball. But life doesn't seem to start. You don't seem to start living until football season starts. you got college football. you got professional football. And now is the time... It's football time. If you walk outside your door, anybody listening to the show right now, when you get off the phone or you get, when we get through getting off the phone, walk outside and just smell the air. That's football that you smell. Yes, it is. Get fired up, James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's back, boy. You can tell when it's back, boy. You just get the, you get happy, you get the smile, you know what I'm saying? Man, yeah, it's just, it's, just, it's just a different, I mean, because everybody's talking about it, and, and, you know, it's the number one sport in America. You know what? People love the game because um, they get a chance to actually see some things. See people do things that they can't do. People would love to be able to go knock the hell out of somebody, but they can't do it without going to jail. So they'd rather watch football and watch these dudes get paid millions of dollars to do it. It's exciting to people. Maybe we have a sick society. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I used to love it, boy. We come out there after the rain, boy. You had a little cold mist. That was football oh, right there, boy. I know it, man. I, there's days that you'll never forget about it, man. And it's, and it's football season. You go through seasonal. The the, cha- the weather changes, man. You go from you go from people dehydrating uh, with eighty percent humidity and ninety degrees to uh, the frozen tundra. You know, where people are getting snowed in, they can't even get out to get to practice. Yeah. It's, just, it's just you go through so much, man. It's it, it really about that's the way life is, and and, and people are, uh, uh, relate to football because it's, it's, it's that's what goes on, man. There's, there's change of seasons. There's you can go from a hero to zero, you know, in a, in a heartbeat. There's going to be some new star that pops up, you know, this season. There's going to be some older guy that that establishes or breaks some record. Or you're just going to see some total domination by a certain position. Or you're going to see a fantastic catch. You're going to see a great run. There's so many different things that are going to happen this year, and it happens every year. And that's what's exciting about the game of football. Not only do you have professional football, you also have college football, which is unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a college fan, though, Jerry, are you? What's that? I'm not a college fan of watching college football. You like college football? Well, you know, I like college football. I, I do. I do like college football. I'm, I'm not one of those sports fans that know everybody's numbers and this and that, but I just like watching these young dudes because I know where they're trying to get to mm-hmm. because, I, you know, I've been there, and and I look at them, and what I really love about college football is the excitement of the fans. It's, 
schools and these universities, man, the student section and the people that support these guys, it's just unbelievable. It, just, it really is the support that they have. And I think about this, and if you think about this, if you tried to move, I don't know, a college to Ohio State, I don't know, let's say Michigan or Notre Dame or Alabama, try moving that football team, try moving them. It ain't going to happen. It's not like the pros. Pros, the teams are able to pick up and move and go somewhere else. The loyalty and the fan base that these college people have, college teams have, is just phenomenal. I just love seeing all the excitement, James. I really do, man. I just, I guess I just like watching football, man. I like seeing people getting involved and, and appreciating what the kids are doing out there on the field. But what happens is, is when these ball players start doing dumb stuff, it, that bothers me, you know. They they act a little like Johnny, this is Johnny Manziel or or or, or James Winston. When people start doing crazy, stupid stuff in college, man, it bothers me because these kids, at some point, they're thinking that they're above everybody. They're they're above the rules and the regulations. And if they're acting like this at a young age, oh my God, have mercy on them when they get older. They may not ever have an opportunity to have their dreams fulfilled. I'm going to throw two things at you and let you talk until we go have to end. But, you know, do you think Ray Rice going to get on the team? And the second thing is the kids from Florida State. I mean, two great players get in trouble for spending for domestic violence. Now their career's over with. I mean, yeah. go ahead, you know, what, you know what, James, that, that thing with this, this, this situation in Florida, uh, Florida State, man, and, you know, as a coach and, and, and administrator in a university, you can only do so much, man. And these damn kids are making these mistakes on their own. And it's not that they haven't been schooled on what to look for and how to treat people and how to act. They just do something stupid and they take it upon themselves. And you know, when you make mistakes like that and you've had other people come before you do the same dumb stuff and in this world that we live in, it's publicized all the time with people doing crazy stuff. And if you continue to turn around and do it yourself, you don't deserve to be there. That's that. <laughs> well, That's yeah, we got 30 Ray Rice, something, you know, race situation, I'm like this. If I were Ray Rice, I would have done what Michael Vick did. Michael Vick, people have, not everybody has, but a lot of people have forgiven Michael Vick for what went down with his situation with the dogs, man, because Michael Vick honestly, truly showed people that he, there was remorse in him and in his heart, and he was sorry for what he did. Ray Rice says, as far as I'm concerned, that I know of, I've seen no right. Ray Rice supporting anything regarding domestic violence or abused women or anything. He hasn't done anything to show people that you know, okay. Oh, so you might have gone through some classes. You know what, dude? You got to do more than that, man, because this is a serious But saying that, at some point, something's going to happen during the season on one of these football teams yeah. with the running back situation. And I think you, okay. I think you will have well, an opportunity. Yeah, yeah we got to wrap it up. But uh, we'll right, get you I appreciate it, man. And we'll, we'll get you to finish that. Thanks again, Jack. You're welcome, man. God bless you. All right. Thanks, Nick. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.